hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hey moms, welcome back to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. I am here with a very dear friend of mine, Jen Berry, who has three wonderful kiddos, just finishing up with elementary. Her youngest finished up kindergarten, her middle guy finished third grade, and her oldest is graduating from fifth. And we are just so excited to connect. This is a fun summer session of learning how to have a successful summer as a mom and connecting with different moms in different spaces in hopes that it might bring you some extra joy and encouragement. So without further ado, here is Jed, and she will tell you a little bit more about herself. Hi, well, thank you. Yes, I'm a mom of three kids, and my husband works at a private school in San Jose, California, and he is in the spiritual life department, so he gets the summers off, and then I run a tutoring business, and so every summer we take the month of June and some of July off to travel. So anyway, that's us and our kids. We have two boys and one little girl who's going into first grade. Super spunky. Yes. (laughs) So what are some of your biggest pain points as a busy mom? You are super busy trying to work and also take care of kiddos and everything else that you do. How do you keep it all together? A lot of prayer, (laughs) quiet time in the morning. I think some of my drainers are just the laundry is a big one. So I'll just be (laughs) very honest with that one. And then I like a neat house and I feel like that becomes a priority other than other things sometimes. That can be a drainer when everybody is home and trying to clean up after everybody. And then just being tired sometimes is just when you're busy, you're constantly on the go. So what currently is your laundry routine? I try to do a load a day, at least. And so in the morning when the kids go to school, I just go around the house and grab all the laundry and throw it in and then try to throw it in the dryer before I go out and run errands or whatever I have to do. But then it doesn't usually get folded until the evening and I am tired at night and so I don't want to fold it. So sometimes it just sits there. Yeah, so the kids are helping more with it, but with baseball and everything, we have a lot of laundry. 
and it's probably saving it till the end of the evening you're all tired we're all tired and yes. nobody wants to take care of laundry when you're tired no <laughs> but it works fine the routine that you have in the morning to set it in to put it in it does if I'm home but if I have something in the morning that I have to go run to then I don't always transfer it to the dryer or <laughs> it just stops <laughs> anyway that's my issue so since your laundry is in the garage would it work to do it in the evening just after everybody has bath time throw it in and then right before you go to bed throw it in the dryer yeah I can and I do that sometimes I think but then we'll have stuff in the evening so right or I don't get home until I have a meeting or Bible study and I don't get home until nine and so that's I'm done I'm done at that point <laughs> So the evening is a little trickier because there's no not, more energy at the evening. and Yes. I guess it's just not consistent. Right. I could do it in the morning sometimes, not every day. I could do it in the evening sometimes, not every day. Right. But, it's, but I don't want to wait until the weekend to do all of it. Right. Because then you have a giant pile. Hours of laundry. <laughs> right. And it's exploded and it's running out of the garage, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I would say the easiest would be do one or the other, the morning or the evening. Choosing one. Choosing one, and then you just know you have a set routine of, okay, everybody gets ready and I throw it in. And yeah, you're right. There's days when you're like, but I have to run here. I can't wait to put it in the dryer. Yeah. No, and I think too, I think I have to let go of some things. For example, how the laundry's folded and just let the kids put it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay if it doesn't look great. Do you put it in stacks? Like, do you take it to your bedroom and then put it in stacks for each person? So I actually do it in the living room because the one thing I do like about laundry is I'll sit and watch a show and fold the laundry. So that's a benefit. But I fold it and I put it in different bins, laundry baskets, I guess. And then in the morning, I will have the kids put their laundry away before they go to school. But again, this is an ideal situation. Like it's right. just, You're not running out the door five minutes late and like, all right, everybody stop and put your laundry away. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's just more when we have sports, right? When the kids all have, all three of them have games or whatever. We just have right. a lot of extra clothes. And you probably need your uniforms or your baseball stuff yes. the next day. So you can't wait as much on the laundry. Right. Yeah. I would say, at least for us, it works to do it in the evening. But yeah. as you said, some evenings you're gone. So maybe that doesn't work. Piles up a little bit. Do your but kids put away their laundry or do you put away their laundry? I typically put it away, mm -hmm. but I fold it at the time that they're all taking showers. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> some of it just gets recycled. If oh, yeah. they have a pair of pants, a shirt, and socks that they wore two days ago, it just goes back on their floor and they end up wearing it the that next day. day. So a lot of things don't actually get put away necessarily. Mm -hmm. They just get recycled because it's every day that I do the laundry. So every other day they're wearing like the same thing. That's okay. They That's don't okay. seem to mind <laughs> and there's not as much stuff to put away. Yeah. But it is tricky because I do agree. I want them to learn to put stuff away. Now that Ashley is getting older, 
she wants to wear certain things. So I think having more of, like you said, a pile of this is your stuff, go put it away. For us, as I said, it works after bath time in the evening of like, here's your stuff, go put it away, pick out what you want to wear for tomorrow, and mm-hmm. then they're good to go. Yeah, I think we'll have to do that next year because I'll start teaching in the morning and won't be able to throw a load in before we leave. Right, or wait for it to then be ready to put in the dryer. Exactly. All day. Yeah, can do that. <laughs> You just have to run it again. It would be so, so smelly. Oh, so we'll work on a laundry routine okay, for you. Okay, you can hold me accountable. Okay, <laughs> maybe try doing it in the evening. Okay, we'll see how that works. See if that helps. Maybe they can put their stuff away and wear the same thing every other day. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> how do you make summer special? Share a fun or silly, happy memory from the past summer. And what was it about that fun memory that made it so special? Since my husband and I are both in education, we have the summers off. So we plan every summer to travel in June. And last summer, we had planned to go to the national parks of Zion and Bryce and the Grand Canyon. And we thought we might not be able to do this because of COVID, but we actually, they were open. And so we got a hotel room and we went with our bikes on our car and I planned all our meals. It was almost like we were camping, but in a hotel. And we did all our food in an Instant Pot. So one night we had tacos, one night we had spaghetti and salad. We had a little refrigerator in our hotel room. And then another night we had shredded chicken, barbecue chicken sandwiches. I did prep some of the meat before we left, but yeah, so that was a fun memory. We set up a tablecloth and put it with some tables together in our hotel room and my in-laws were with us and so we met in their room and had dinner in our hotel room and then traveling we went to Zion and we had to ride our bikes about 10 miles because the road was closed because usually they only bus in people and so we rode our bikes and our kids did it and then would hike a couple miles and I think it was just such a fun spontaneous time because we weren't sure how it would all take place and how it would all work but the kids absolutely loved it they love traveling yeah we just love traveling we love exploring and hiking and it was a good trip (laughs) what did they like most about traveling is it just the excitement of having a new place and Mm -hmm. not knowing yeah we just really have fun i think they love exploring new places The swimming pool at a hotel is the highlight. Sleeping in a hotel room is a highlight. And then we walked in the creek and just explored. Saw waterfalls, saw different kinds of animals. They loved it. Fun. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have 
access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. What is the number one memory you'd like to create this summer? My husband and I try to plan our summers out. We're already planning for next summer. So in a year advance or so, and by December of that year, we have pretty much started booking places. And so this summer has always been, we knew Josh, our oldest, was going to be going into sixth grade, leaving fifth grade, but in fifth grade they study the United States. And so we really wanted to explore the United States a little bit. So we are renting an RV and with our dog and three kids, we're going to be traveling from California to Tucson, Arizona, throughout Texas, visiting some people to Louisiana, and then up to visit some friends near Nashville, and we'll go through Kentucky, Indiana, and then back home. (laughs) So we are really, really excited. I think the kids and my husband might be a little more excited than I am, but we have a 30-foot RV that we're going to be taking, and we have booked a whole bunch of things to do along the way. What kind of things are we to do? Oh, in Texas, we're going to see where my husband went to school, which is Texas A&M, and that's in College Station, and I have never been there. And then we're visiting some friends as well, and we're going to go to the Houston NASA Museum, and then we'll go to New Orleans and take a little cruise on a steamboat. Yes, a live jazz band. We'll have lunch. And then we'll head up to Nashville and just explore Nashville and Louisville. We are going to the Bat Museum, see how they make bats. Baseball bats. Baseball bats, yes, thank you. And then we're going to a couple minor league games. So our family's big into baseball, so it big will into be baseball. Yeah, we'll to be, say the least. <laughs> we'll be seeing some baseball stadiums and things. Now, did your husband Matt play professionally for baseball? I he, can't remember. Well, he played for it, yes, an independent league in Indiana, and so that's why we're headed in that direction. We're gonna go see where he played. So that's awesome. Yeah. What are a few things? off your summer bucket list. You've mentioned some that you guys love to travel. Mm -hmm. Are there other things that you are hoping to do over the summer that you're excited about? Well, since we're both teachers, my husband and I, we try to keep up with their studies a little bit and it's not a lot, but we have our kids read every day and also journal about our trips and so this year josh our oldest he's just finished fifth grade he will be doing a blog to keep our families up to date on where we'll be and he also has a gopro so he'll be taking videos and caleb has a new little camera and then mackenzie is getting one for her birthday so they all have a role for our trip and so That's something I'm actually really excited about to read. We've, in the past summers, we've had them journal and those are just really special to read, even in their own little handwriting in kindergarten or in first grade to see what they were really excited about over the summer. 
And then I have them do a couple pages of math a day. That's <laughs> and good. Handwriting. We really think that the summertime is a time for them to grow. As students, it's like 30 minutes or less, so it's not a big deal, but just to keep up on that so they're not too behind when they start school again. And then I enjoy reading. My book that I'm reading right now is The Mama Bear Apologetics. I just started it, but my friend recommended it. So, yeah. So how are you liking it? Would you recommend it to others so far? So far. It's good. I just started it, though. But, yeah, my friend wants to start some moms getting together and discussing it and stuff. So I thought, well, I better read it. So I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Jen, you always have such amazing wisdom, and I love hearing from you. Do you have one piece of advice for busy moms this summer? The first one is just to really treasure these times. I look at my kids and Josh is 11 and Caleb is nine or going to turn nine and Kinsey's turning six. And I think slowing down and watching them and just enjoying the times that we have all together as a family. I think when they're older, they'll be with their friends more. And right now they're stuck with us. So I'm just really treasuring these moments with them and enjoying them and not being stressed out about the little things like laundry, but (laughs) to just play games with them and have deep discussions with them. And one thing Josh really wants to know more about is heaven. And so I have a book by Randy Alcorn about heaven that he's written for adults, but I also found one for kids. And so we're going to read that together and just discuss it and, and look up scripture and see what it says. Because he and Caleb are both saying, we're going to be in heaven forever. Won't we be bored? And so there's just a lot of questions. And so I want to take the time to really talk to them about those things. And we also have a devotional that we'll do too, but I can't remember what it's called. I think it's by Ruth Cho Simmons or something. That's awesome. How do you fit in devotional time during the day when it can be really busy and sometimes kids are at their best and sometimes they're at their worst? Mm -hmm. We do devotions every day and what has worked for me, I tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist and so devotions used to be really frustrating. The kids wouldn't be listening or we wouldn't be consistent. And then I heard one time someone say, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. And I don't know if you want to apply that to everything in your life, but I thought about devotions and I'm like, it's worth doing. And if we do it poorly, at least we did it. And at least the kids are seeing how important it is. And so we have found doing it in the morning while they're eating breakfast. And I have to stop what I'm doing. If I'm making lunches or if I'm doing something, I just stop, even though it's really hard for me to stop. And I sit down with them and it's 10 minutes or less and we have a conversation. And it's a long story short is what we've gone through in the past. And we've been doing it probably for three or four years. So Mackenzie has been raised always doing devotions in the morning during breakfast. That's just her thing. My husband is not home during this time. And so ideally, I would love for him to lead the devotions and all that. But it didn't work for our family. And so we do it in the morning. And sometimes it's awesome. And sometimes I get angry. And I just like, so I just learned to let it go. 
we talk about respecting when the word is read, like we respect and we listen and um, they just answer a few questions and then I usually have one or two of them pray for our day and in the devotional it says to pray for certain things. But what I've learned over the years is that it comes up. They actually remember what we've talked about in the morning and they have applied it to their lives which is shocking to me sometimes because sometimes I feel like they're not getting it or it was worthless, but it hasn't been. Both of them have talked about how they were reminded to be kind with their words or to help someone that looked like they needed help that day. And that was something that we had discussed in the morning. Wow. That's such an encouragement because I know as busy moms, you think it has to be perfect or you're going to do devotions everybody has to be sitting down and listening and you have to have some amazing thing that you're saying and going over and I love the fact that you just modified it for you well and sometimes I feel like I get more out of it than they do but yeah no it's been really good to do with them and I hope what they see now is just that consistency it doesn't have to be perfect our devotions in the morning don't have to be perfect But as long as we're reading the Word and we're in the Word daily, we're being saturated by the truth and are able to to be focused on that rather than other things throughout the day. Great. I think you're right that it fills our head and our Mm -hmm. mind at the beginning so that if our head is like 100%, it's already filled it up 20% with good stuff from God. Yeah. (laughs) So we're less inclined to take in so much stuff from the world. Yes. So true. Just a different perspective on your day. Well, do you have any other closing thoughts for us? It's been so fun talking with you. Yes. I don't think so. I think that's, that's it. And we are looking forward to hearing all about your trip and maybe people will follow your blog if you put there it up you somewhere where you're going to post your blog. I do not know. That's something on the to-do list for this weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, I will post it in the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group if we find where Jen is going to host her blog. Or Josh. Uh, Or Josh will because he will be doing the blog. Oh, thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us today. As always, come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and we can connect. We have amazing community over there. As always, have an amazing day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!